my boss at the time, which was with the rug place, I did mention that, and uh, he goes, "No, nah, you won't be able to. You won't be able to gain weight." I love being told when I can't do something because um, <laughs> it's a it's a big big driver for it's a big uh, motivational driver yeah. for me. Um, well, you can't be a CEO. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Seriously, you need to start charging. <laughs> Hi. And I'm Sean. I'm Nick Jennings. Yeah. Okay, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> no, who's this person? Yeah, who's this? Who's this, bo- who's who's this, this Muppet? <laughs> big man. So hi, everyone. We're doing episode nine. Yeah. And we have a very special guest today. My very good friend, Nick Jennings. Nick Jennings. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on, yeah? Yeah. We're inviting Nick Jennings to come on the podcast because he has a very inspirational story about, I guess, how he grew up, what mm-hmm. he went through, what he struggled with. But even today, he's still such a positive person, not only emotionally, but also physically. He's very he's very strong. He works out every single day, eats very well. He has a lot of tips when it comes to health. So, yeah, that's why Nick's on today. And hopefully he can share these strategies and tips to make... All the listeners. Well, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. did you want to briefly introduce yourself, Nick? Yeah, sure. Um, Nick, again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 33 years old, been in Melbourne for... Jeez, been been nine, ten years now. Jeez, um, yeah. So still country boy at heart. So mm-hmm. yeah. um, never get rid of the country in the in me. Met you. I want to hear this story. I want to hear. I want to let the listeners hear the story oh, okay. of how you, how Nick came into our lives. So one of our housemates left because she probably hated our guts. Nah, she she, uh, <laughs> she got a partner and she wanted to move in with him. And then we had to interview for tons of roommates. We had to interview, we had to find the perfect specimen to be in that room. Uh, so we interviewed, I think, like around six, seven people. And um, everyone sucked except for Nick. <laughs> <laughs> to, to be honest, like when I first met Nick, it was like an instant, like, this guy's, this guy's got it. This guy's the one. And the greatest thing about your interview was that you didn't say like, hey, yeah, I pay my bills on time. I'm really clean. And I do all this and that. I, I'm really good at this. You're just like, hey, guys, I like, I like watching Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah, what do you guys do? Yeah, I, I work every day. I work 40 winks. Yeah, you hardly, I said you hardly ever know I'm here because yeah. I work all the time. Oh, I wouldn't have heard that. I was so happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like getting a new roommate without having the roommate. <laughs> uh, it's like, just, so, it's just like the bill decreases magically with, with, <laughs> with no one in the house. And the amount of time I can have with my girlfriend increases exponentially. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Is what I thought. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, um, I guess we'll start with how you grew up like where, where did you grow up and what was it like uh so i uh grew up in albury uh albury wodonga definitely from the albury side new south wales lived in albury for 17 18 years mm-hmm. got a job doing um selling rugs and carpet doing mm-hmm. that with an exhibition company so traveling around mm-hmm. new south wales victoria yeah. south australia and tassie i uh, left albury when i was about say about 1920 and traveled with them for a number of years and then for about four years and then came to melbourne uh we set up shop and mm. uh and pretty much i never left after i left that job i got another another gig with uh amart furniture which i stayed for like eight years yeah um whenever i ever tell anybody that they're like eight years at super amart like that's pretty hectic because super amart is a very high pressure 
sort of sort of job. Yeah, um, yeah. And I know people out there will know what Aim Up Furniture is. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I was there for like eight years. So yeah, mainly definitely always going to be that little bit of a country boy. Yeah. But cool. um, yeah. So, so it seems like you worked in the f- the furniture retail industry for a long time pretty much it's so, all i've done right up until yeah what are you doing what are you, what are you, what are you doing now <laughs> so, so you know uh, 33 years old and i've decided to do a mm, career change going from furniture and retail into superannuation absolutely daunting thing to decide but mm. um this year's been full of uh, growth and changes so and this was one of the bigger changes i needed to do this year or needed yeah. to do um and i didn't want to wait um, you know, until my late thirties to do it. So yeah. you're never too old to learn something new. Mm. So every day's a school day. Ab- that's my saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so exactly. I that. <laughs> so when you, when you say this year is full of like growth and changes, obviously job is one of them. But yep. what does growth and change really mean to you? To, you? to me, mm. so uh, a lot of I became a little bit more self aware about myself, mm. about my value, and what I actually offer to people. So for many years, it was always doing things to make other people happy and putting my my stuff aside to make to help with those people and mainly when i say that's mainly to partners mm. sort of thing and uh so this year i've it's again it's been a quite a rocky road with with the dating you meet some people and you get attached and then it just disappears and then you yeah. you sort of it sort of mm. knocks that uh confidence down or knocks that esteem down a little bit but um again yeah. every time something happens you learn something and i've learned a lot and it took a while to towards the end of this year that I learned something very important about when it came to myself and actually being allowed to love myself and mm. and it's okay to love yourself like there's you can you, can you can yeah. there's people who love themselves and they're a dick about it and they're just a plain old dick but then yeah. there's people who love themselves and they're just really comfortable with people and they don't uh, yeah. put that opinion out there for yeah. people to say oh you know so what I like about you is that like I remember one time we're going into gym and you were like, dude, I love myself today. And it, there was no, like, when someone says that, it can be taken the wrong way. Like, yeah. I could tell yeah. Nick was just like, I feel really good about myself today. This yeah. is really amazing. Yeah, you know, no, definitely. And, and it just made me smile. I'm like, that positivity is what we need in the world. Oh, we need mm. more of it. It's, it's such yeah. an effect, infectious uh, emotion. And it's very easy for people to mm. get, st- you know, to get very uh, monotone and very just lackluster. And yeah. then, and, you just got to inject a little bit of that and, you know, you do it long enough, people will start to feed off it and they start to become more positive as well. Yeah. And but, I'm like the perfect guinea pig for that. Definitely. I guess <laughs> just once Nick joined the house, before that I was quite down with my personal issues, but I guess Nick taught me that even when things are crap, mm. try see the silver lining because there are always positives to everything. Absolutely. And if you focus on the negative, you always feel bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. but so, you never forget the negative because it's 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 a part of it's a it's a part yeah. of our growth that we have. It's good to acknowledge it. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. it's part of the That's package. It. Yeah, yeah exactly. Doesn't mean you can't smile. Yeah, exactly. It's Correct. like a like a roller coaster. Roller yeah. coaster is not fun unless you got to go down and then go back up. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think this all of kind it of comes, ties ties, well, ties into the package. Yeah, right? so ties um, into the package because you, you said you traveled around with um that. That the right place, business, yeah, the, right? Yeah. And I remember you telling me that you, you guys were eating quite unhealthy food and oh, drinking poorly. a lot. Yeah. What was your diet like back then and how did that, it, did that, that affect your health? Well, back then, like, I was, uh, coffee was my main source of sustenance and I would probably, I wouldn't eat breakfast. I probably wouldn't eat lunch. I was really bad with money. So going, traveling town to town, like, you got no responsibilities. Yeah. So you just go out and party and drink every night and 
got get up, go to work, and uh-huh. I would not eat so I could have more money to drink. So it was a really poor relationship with money, and I smoked a lot. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then but the good thing with uh, one thing I've always liked about myself is the ability to still go to work, do my job. Mm. Doesn't matter what happens, and still and but but yeah, and I did that for you know for three four that first three years I was with that company. Like it yeah. was really poor food, really bad way of yeah. uh, handling money. When we came to Melbourne, it didn't get much better. It did improve, um, and I think in my last year that I was there. That's when I started to I quit smoking um, in the last mm. year, and started to eat better. Obviously, yeah. had more money, and then the gym th- the gym thing sort of kicked in at that time as well. So, so, so. before you started going to gym, mm-hmm. and your health was crap, hor- shocking. Mm. Like, was, what was your body like? How much did you weigh? Well, so I'm about five. I weigh, I'm about five eleven, nearly six foot tall, yes. um, but I was fifty five kilos. Yeah, wow. so just uh, it was just skin and bone, really. Like, skin and bones, yeah. yeah with absolutely. coffee flowing through your veins. Oh, that was there was no <laughs> blood; it was just caffeine so. and alcohol throughout the night. Alcohol, pretty much every night. Yeah, yeah. Um, drinking. So, um, wow. very, very unhealthy. And to be honest, I still like I have photos from back then to remember, yeah. but uh, I can never remember actually being that skinny anymore. Yeah, that was uh, that was <laughs> that was pretty scary. Mm. Um, to be in that position, like. What was your childhood like? So how did you... Are you if you're comfortable... Yeah, no, that? absolutely. I've, yeah. I'm never shy away from the family thing. Um, so the big bombshell is I'm, I'm the oldest of 12, but they're split into two families. So the, the short story is uh, my parents had me, then they split. And then I lived with my mum and stepdad. And mm. so they had six more kids. So there were seven of us. It wasn't until many years later I found out I had another you know, five brothers. There was always a bit of uh, friction between me and the rest of the siblings and my my mum and my stepdad. And I wasn't a very good kid. I mean, I didn't do anything outrageous, but I did run away from home a couple of times. I was a bit, sometimes a bit hard to control sometimes because I would, uh, I felt like I was being treated unfairly. But I mean, it's just childish things that Mm. I would think about. But, um, and then when I was 14, I ran away from home again. I think I stayed away for like a week. My stepdad found I couldn't find anywhere to stay with that the one night, so I found slept in the dog's kennel, uh, broke into my <laughs> own backyard. Own, own backyard. Yeah, and uh, you know we had a we had a dog and we had a really big kettle, uh, um, kennel, so I snuck in there. And my, <laughs> my stepdad came out and found me, and he dragged me inside. Then the next morning, um, went to school and came home, and my mum dropped me off at a I don't even know what it's called nowadays, but it was like a youth refuge. Just dropped me off and said, "This is uh, this is where you live now." Um, so that was when I was fourteen. Uh, didn't really speak to family for a few years. To be honest, I don't even remember. I know I never cried or anything like that. Like it never set in. That start that was a bit of a roller coaster ride because then you know school sort of suffered and that sort of thing. So uh, I actually started working, which was like eighteen, nineteen. Like it was just a, I was very just one of those uh, you know one of those dull bludger kids uh, mm. sort of thing. So yeah. Um, yeah, so it was. Uh, I, I like I like telling people that story because everyone comes from a different different journey. Yeah, um, different, and not a lot of and there's a lot of people who've gone through something very similar to me who don't get out of it. Like they stay addicted to drugs or alcohol. They they don't get any further. They, yeah, they don't. I feel like they can play the victim. Yeah, well, it's and like I, yeah. I I went around for many years with a chip on my shoulder that the world owed me something because mm. I had such a shitty childhood, and and I can't say that. I did all that on my own. I had help. I had uh, I had I got fostered by two teachers at school, 
who oh, fosters wow. a 15 year old wow. boy like that's um, really but, nice of them yeah so two teachers saw something in me that I didn't know um, yeah. again still still I was still an arrogant little arrogant kid so like I think yeah. I went through the two foster families pretty quick yeah. but um, but I didn't always always almost definitely had help each when it came to a big milestone like getting somewhere so mm. ne- can never say that I did it all on my own I definitely a lot of it is you know is is doing it myself but a lot of uh, there's a good portion where I've had help I'm not sure like just to just to jump in there mm. I'm not sure that Nick do you think it's like something about your personality that draws people to assist you because I feel like currently you're very a very warm person mm-hmm. I think it brings people to be like if you are struggling people want to lift you up yeah i definitely uh, uh that's 100 percent um because uh last year i had uh there was uh, my boss helped me out in a, when i was in a bit of a jam um they didn't have to help me out mm. but um but i do i get a lot of help but i also offer help as much as i can yeah. when i can if something if there's something i can do that i can physically help with yeah i try and do it mm. but i mean if there's stuff i can't do then I can't do it, but it's not. It's uh, I definitely try and help out as much as I can whenever I need, whenever I can. Yeah. But I mean, up until I got my first job as a retail in retail, like I was the shyest, most introverted guy in the world. Um, <laughs> I can't imagine that. Yeah, like apparently no one can when I tell them that because <laughs> <laughs> um, you can't shut me up nowadays. <laughs> um, You're talking so much during this podcast. <laughs> I know. I feel like I'm taking over. <laughs> um, people have always somehow seen some sort of potential in me, and I'm starting to see that now as I've gotten older. That okay i again it's what i've learned this year about yeah. knowing what i can offer and what my my value is I, I think like the more that i got to know you i i also saw that potential mm. which is why like i i've had people who struggled with their jobs or weren't very satisfied mm. you got my you got my foot in the door yeah i got your foot in the door yeah but I was, you like, gave me the kick as well i to, was to i was more for. than happy to help nick because i i trusted that nick will take that opportunity and, and run with it. Just hit the ground running. We, we keep joking that Nick, uh, soon, a oh. couple of years, you'll just be the CEO. Oh. I'm like, hey, Nick, don't forget me when you're CEO. Oh, my God. <laughs> I need to start getting paid every time you say that. <laughs> I swear I can And then you'll have enough money. I can, re- I can retire soon, I swear. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um, I can totally resonate with people who are seeing that potential in you because I see it too. Yeah. And I, it's also just your positivity. Like, it's such a rare thing to have in people. Not a lot of people have that positive vibe that Nick has, like mm. as much as Nick. Mm. When, I, when I get home, <laughs> yeah, there is a lot. <laughs> Nick, Nick's just almost a bit too positive. <laughs> <laughs> I can look. Don't get me wrong. I definitely can be a little bit overwhelming sometimes. Yeah. When I first started at uh, Amart Furniture, when I first mm. got the, the sales job there, mm. um, the first few months I was like just hit the ground running and. Yeah. Um, like everyone used to jokes like we need to take Nick's blood because we need to bottle that shit. <laughs> selling it because he's on fucking coke. <laughs> and I'd be like, and I'd be, I was literally the only one who was on every. We had a meeting every morning, and I'd be on the edge of the the bed or the couch, like yeah. waiting for the meeting to finish so we could mm-hmm. open up and and start selling and start making money and start doing my job. Wow. Um, but and people say, oh, Wayne, you get to thirty, it's going to slow down. I'm thirty three, and it's, it's not slowing down. It hasn't at all. slowed it's down. Increased, if, if not, it's well. The, I think the quality of it's a bit better now because like there was times where I was just struggled to pick the moments, mm. and it would just be like it all the time. Now yeah. you know, I'm starting. I've learned to be you know where there's going to be more selective, but you know uh, when it's appropriate. Still, there's sometimes where it's not appropriate, but I do it anyway. <laughs> Why do you think you are so positive? Oh, mate, I. I wouldn't even know how to answer that question. I think I just, 
it is what it is like and just what's the point in being upset what's the point of being angry i mean we're going to have those moments where damn it you know that was a real that really upset me and then you know what how does it make me feel is it going to is it going to matter in a year is it going to matter in a month is it going to matter in a week's time is if if it doesn't well then why am i going to continue to waste energy on being unhappy mm. about it mm. if right. there's something i can do to fix it amend it then i'm going to put energy into that and and turn that situation around but more majority of the time is is it, is it gonna is it gonna do something? Is it gonna affect me in a, year, a week, a month, a year, five years down the track? Is it gonna be important? No, most of the time it's a no. Yeah, I love I love being around people that it's it, the mood's like sort of very. I wouldn't say moderate, but like low, because then mm. my energy comes in and it's quite infectious. Mm. Um, and I love being around people who have that same that can match my energy because then I just for some reason I just get more in, more energized and I become more extroverted, mm. more. Uh, intense, yeah. I guess. It dawned on goes. Yeah, it really it just I, it's just keeps hitting keeps hitting a limit, and then somehow I get around the right mm. type of people, and that that limit breaks, and I just find right. new new energy levels. So yes, so we we know that you're a very positive man, which is, yeah. which is great <laughs> in all facets of life. Mm. So when you do feel down, mm. what do you do? Like, how do you pick yourself back up? I go to the gym, or I, I cook. <laughs> what what you he goes to gym. I go to the gym. Gym is a is a good um, it's a good way to deal with a lot of stuff. So let's let's scale it back for a moment. If you remember, there was that time where you were skinny, yeah. very unhealthy, yeah. and you decided to go to the gym. Yeah. What stirred in you at that moment to say I'm going to go to the gym? Um, I I think my boss at the time, which was with the rug place, I did mention that, and uh, he goes, "No, nah, you won't be able to. You won't be able to gain weight." I love being told when I can't do something because um, it's a it's a big big driver for it's a big uh, motivational driver yeah. for me. Um, well, you can't be a CEO. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Seriously, you need to start charging. <laughs> so I quit smoking in my last year. I was working there, and I um, started going to the gym, and I went from fifty five kilos to uh, eighty kilos very quickly in the space of well, it was very quick. It was about five months whoa um, yeah it was just like the body's just like i started eating properly and the body was like a sponge it's like i've been waiting for this for so long and it just took it all on wow um yeah i got to 75 80 kilos very quickly and that was you know when i was in my mid 20s so 25 26 um mm. uh, very new to the exercise world um and i was just going to this little uh i'd say it was like a it was called equilibrium gym in north melbourne and that's when I started working out and uh, I was very ignorant when I started at the gym because I would only work on the mirror muscles, so whatever I could see in the mirror. So I had neglected legs, neglected my back, oh. uh, neglected tr- uh, a lot of the muscle groups except for my chest and my arms. Got quite a decent size. Took a, I had a break because I entered. When you first started working out, what mm. was it like? Did you... How did you start learning the ropes? Like, mm, I think this would start- be very useful for yeah. like listeners who... I. Or- I did a lot of uh, internet research um, on lifting and exercises and yeah, I think that's where it started. I go to the gym and machines have diagrams of they do, yeah. how they how they work and what their yeah. muscles they work. Mm. And yeah, so it was just it was I self taught. It boosted my uh, self esteem and mm. gave me a lot more confidence, but uh, made me feel better uh, about myself. And in the mm. last in the last year i think i've been back at the gym there was a a long time i was out of it but uh coming back into it in the last year doing uh working every muscle group 
so important to uh to really work every muscle not just what you see in the mirror and yeah. um i remember telling you why we need to work on our legs and why we need to strengthen what's that saying back. that you told me that so i yeah i see the body as a tree so the the roots are your legs mm-hmm. and without good without good roots the tree will never grow big but you know the trunk is your spine um so you need strong legs strong spine that way you can and the branches and the leaves are pretty much all the other muscles your arms mm. your shoulders all that sort of stuff so you want a big big strong tree it's got to have good roots and mm. you don't have any good legs you can't lift heavier that's um, a great analogy and you, you do see those people who are massive from the chest up oh, yeah, and then they've got the pencil legs and you just <laughs> like look dude from waist up top top stuff but from the waist down dude it's needs not, a bit of work yeah. needs a lot of work so um yeah, yeah so the the last year i've really focused i've done more research um and you know do a lot more leg, i think leg day and back day are my favorite days okay. as you know back day is my now number one day because of uh, what i can do with my deadlifts so uh yeah so and that's given me more confidence it has made me a little vain because i do like looking at myself <laughs> um and i mean and there's nothing wrong with that it's just it's more self it's again it's just another um level of self-love yeah I don't go around in the. I'm not one of those guys that goes to the gym and literally flexes and keeps looking at the mirror. I go mm, there, yeah. do my session, and, and get out of there. So, how do you feel like working out? How do you feel like self love and exercise ties in together? Self love and exercise ties in together. Like how does it help your self esteem? Well, when you when you're lifting weights and you start lifting more weights as the weeks go by, it's it's a level of achievement, and it's not just something that just happens overnight. It's something that you have to work towards. So that sense of achievement, that sense of yeah, achievement, I guess. Yeah, it takes a while, but then you start to see results. But then people start to see results. People mm. who see you on a daily basis and who don't see you for a while, they one of their people who you don't see for a while, you they see you and they're like they they say good day, but the next reaction is, dude, oh, like, you're looking been, good. You're, I mean, you've been yeah. going to the gym, you know. And the, the biggest compliment is yeah. when they go, dude, you're on roids. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, no, not on, not on, not on the juice. But I mean. It's but you know people are always it's it's good yep. to get that feedback and it's, it's never something that you ask for it's just something that happens mm. um, and I yeah. think like I think the way Nick puts it is really good it's not something you should really be exactly seeking out or super looking for it's more right. just something that as you're trucking away at your goal yeah that that thing that gives you that feeling of achievement yeah people just naturally start to notice yeah mm. I think that's a really I, good I agree way to like put it. because since Nick uh, came to the house I started going to gym every single day. So he's really brought on some really good habits. And I've noticed people will just randomly say, hey, Kai, you're looking really big. I told, you, I told you this last week. <laughs> yeah, <you're looking> last <laughs> week. Even like when I was in the kitchen and I was wearing a single limb, I was like, whoa, Jim's been like, you, it's, it's working. I'm like, oh, thanks, yeah. man. When, <laughs> when we were playing tennis the other day and we were hitting the ball, I'm like, Looking at your arms, I'm like, dude, they're getting they're getting chunky, getting a beast, becoming a beast, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, and that's it's that it's that sort of acknowledgement. But and then yeah. you start to see it as well in yourself. Mm, exactly. Yeah. That just it's it boosts your own self esteem, boosts your own confidence. Because I feel like initially it's um, the confidence within myself. I like that I'm going to gym every single day. I feel better. But then t- the cherry on top is people going hey you look good too yeah yeah so i don't really need people validating me but because uh, i'm already validating myself yeah if that makes sense yeah, yeah. it does no, definitely does. and uh, i think the fact that you when you go to the gym you can you start to get stronger and you start to lift those heavier weights yeah. and that's uh, that sort of achievement itself is just something that you just it's it's hard to explain the feeling mm. but um mm. 
uh, like I was saying to you, and I have to say this because I was very impressed with my, uh, like I said, back day is my favorite day. Mm. Today I managed to do four reps at 170 kilos of a deadlift. That's, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, as you know, I've only ever managed to like do maybe one or two reps if I'm lucky to do that second rep with the 170. Yeah. Um, this week was the uh, was number f- was four reps. Oh. And the thing with Nick as well, like, just came in, just sat down, just like, hey, Sean, guess no, what? Just <laughs> what I did today. You can just see like how stoked he is, yeah, and oh. it's yeah, it's just a feeling of achievement. Yeah, right? absolutely. And I guess the nice thing is the goal. It's a never-ending goal. It's Correct. something you can keep pursuing kind of endlessly yeah. and that itself is something quite satisfying yeah. Yeah. yeah when I first met you you went to gym every single morning at 5 o'clock without, without fail yeah. and I feel like a lot of people out there they have this great you know initial boost of motivation mm-hmm. like I want to go to gym now like, you know a uh, new year's resolution mm-hmm. yes they, they, they <laughs> sign up for a gym membership and they, they promise themselves I'm going to get like a six pack this, you know, this year I'm going to get really fit and healthy but what usually happens they go to the gym for a week and then they miss out like, you know, two days. Like, oh, I'll go, I'll go another time. And then, and then two months later, they haven't gone to the gym at least like, yep. like once. Mm. So how, how do you keep it consistent? And how do you just keep going even on the days where you don't want to go? Because I never see gym as a chore. Uh, it's something I am passionate about, something I actually love going to do. Mm. Uh, people who tend to fizzle out, they, and I've, and I speak to people who go to the gym and they hate going. I'm like, why do you hate going? They go, because it's a chore. Well, one, you're looking at it the wrong way. It's not a chore. You're not just doing it for the immediate effects, which are great, mm. um, but it's for the longevity of your of your own body because we, mm. as we get older, the body deteriorates and yep. exercise actually can slow that process down, if not, you know, slow it down quite a, quite a bit. And you know, there's a lot of research out there that people want to, they want people to get off medication and do exercise. Yeah because it's better for the body there was a, a guy at my old gym who he had to go in for knee surgery he started doing cycle classes uh three times a week and after about uh three four months he went back into the doctors to get the to get checked up to see to check his knee the doctor said we don't even have to do the surgery anymore like the the knee hasn't fully healed but the muscles yeah. are actually helping all that motion and all that weight has actually made the knee a bit stronger yeah so like it just goes to show that exercising, it's, it should be a way of life. Mm. Um, it should be something that's very important to everybody because it's, it's not, like I said, it's not immediate. It's not just yeah. the immediate effects. Yeah. Um, it's the longevity of it all, like the, yeah. the longevity of the body. We only get one. I don't want to be 65 years old or 70 years old and, you know, be one of those me- old men just sits, sits down it, and, and struggles to get around. that movie, Morley. Where, Wally. Wally, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, all the obese people are in their chairs. Yes. Yeah, 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 they yeah. don't need to move anymore. Correct. Everything's done for them. Yeah. And yeah, it just reminds me that as the world grows, we're, we're more stuck to our devices. Yeah, our we are desks, glued to our phones. And like exercising is now something that we do on top of our day. Like we go to the gym to get mm. exercise. Yeah. Where like Sean, back in the day, your dad would just be running around in pools. And running around, <laughs> get his gun on his shoulder, shoot some wild pigs yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> so that's why your dad is still quite big. But and he didn't need healthy. to go to gym yeah. because he naturally just exercised every single day yeah. through his activities Absolutely. and his work. Mm. Yeah. And now we're just stuck at desks all day. Well, I mean, we, we, have, we have a more uh, demanding work life now. Spend a lot of time at work. We are, again, it just goes back to looking at, at gym as a chore. But um, yeah. I've had people go, like you asked, like, how do you go up, get up in the morning or how do you go out to the gym after work? It's like, yeah. well, 
it's only one percent of your day or two you know less than five percent of your day mm. um 45 minutes yeah um and we'll check the we know my math sucks and i'm going into super <laughs> um but i mean you know i ask people like what do you do when you get home they're like oh, i go home i sit on the couch for a couple of hours and then i go to bed it's a well, how about you spend one hour of that going to the gym you yeah. still get to go home you still get to do your tv you still get to do all that stuff but yeah you get to do something that's a little bit more active. Mm. And I guess so much of us spend that 45 minutes that you're talking about doing something completely needless. Yeah, absolutely. Like something just like flicking through your phone or like like something. Yeah. But while gym is something that's very tangible, it's Mm. something like I've really achieved something. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than just something kind of mindless. It's like when, when people say, I don't have time for this. It's like, no, you do have time for it. You're just I, not prioritizing I, it. I love how you say that because, uh, and this goes, and Netflix, it takes me half an hour to pick something on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so like, well, half an hour of ch- picking and choosing, ah, oh, I'll just go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, that's, and that's what it is. It's like looking at Netflix is like going to the fridge every five minutes, ho- opening the door, hoping there's something there that yeah. you want to eat. And it's Netflix is the same. But again, it's that time wasting of doing something mm. uh, needless. Mm. Yeah. So to clarify, I guess, your point, do go to the gym every single day. Don't see it as never chore. Never see, it as a chore. see it as something that you want to do that's good mm. for yourself. And yeah. it's basically loving yourself. It is. It's giving you treating body your body like a temple, yeah. right? Yeah. So well, I mean, and look, I go to the gym every day. But for everyone out there listening, like if you don't go to the gym now, don't go five five days a week straight away. Ease yeah, into it. Yeah, go yeah. one to two days a week because the body. Takes, it takes a long time for it to to adjust to the new workload. Yeah. So, and a lot of people where people fizzle and fail is they go hard the first week. Mm. Their body's really sore, which is completely natural. But mm. you know, it takes that two three days for that body to heal and you know yeah. grow back. And then by then they've lost that motivation. So go one or two times the first month. You know, do it one in, at the start of the week, one at the end of the week, and ease into it. And before you know it, you've created yourself a um, a routine. routine. Yes, a habit. routine yeah. and habit. Yes. So. So you say don't see it as a chore, but um, it's building that habit. Yes, because once it become, becomes habit, it's not something that you have to think about. You anymore. don't actively think about you it. Just, you just do it. Do it. Yeah, it's absolutely. Like when I wake up, I'm just like, all right, it's time to go to gym. I don't, I don't even think about anything else. Yeah. And then once you go to gym, you're like, okay. Do you want it? Yeah. Once mm. you get there, within five minutes, you you forget about that time where you're like, oh, yeah. do I want to go or not? You yeah, know? I think and like boom. once you walk in the door, you're just like, I'm here, I'm going to do it. Yeah, <laughs> make close <laughs> to it. Yeah. Yeah. But um, definitely, <clears throat> definitely. Yeah. How do you feel about uh, diet, Nick? Yeah. You are the master meal prepper. <laughs> <laughs> so probably... Yeah, tell us about that. Yeah. Look, uh, nutrition is uh, is massive. Um, I um, have only just started really getting into the nutrition side the last in the last year. You only get out what you do put in, um, and I love eating, um, mm. but I love food. So, and nutrition—it's it's, it's a fickle beast because you can—it's—it's it's, if you, it can, you can either be re, really analytic about it and count everything. I don't take that approach. I I know that I've got to eat my veggies. I know I've got to get my macronutrients. I've got to get enough protein. Knowing the basics is a really good way to to move forward with nutrition. Um, And it's okay to have those cheat days. Well, I don't really like to call them cheat days because you're not cheating on yourself. Some of the biggest uh, people in the fitness, like Dwayne Johnson, he... Some of his uh, his uh, lazy days is just ridiculous, like two massive pizzas and donuts. And, like, it's it's nothing wrong with... Enjoying yourself. Enjoying that good food. But people who do it, 
they're like, oh, I've eaten all that bad food now. And I'm like, oh, now they get really demotivated and whatnot. But um, I, uh, I love my, I love all my food, vegetables, my proteins. It's just a matter of doing it and yeah, yeah. setting aside that time to, so, to do it. Well, you talked about the, the basics. So mm-hmm. what are the basics that you need to know to, um, I guess, eat well and go to gym? Eat well, well to the basics. I mean, without going into too much detail, protein mm-hmm. is obviously the main thing mm-hmm. for growing muscle. Yep. The basic mass would be for every uh, gram of protein for probably every kilo that you weigh um probably do it up to 1.5 so i mean i'm 86 kilos uh for my goal i want to get to about 90 so i'm consuming 150 to 200 grams of protein a day um it is a lot it it's it can be daunting but um and just make sure you get your veggies and your fruit and get everything in and drink i can't stress this enough drink tons of water it's um because we are made up of water and when we're fully hydrated, the body processes protein better. The protein synthesis kicks in better. It's it's like having an engine that you, if you wanted to keep running, you've got to maintain it. You've got to oil it. Yeah. Right. Same thing with our body. I but, see. Um, I see. <laughs> so, so what are your thoughts on supplements? Supplements. Well, <laughs> supplements are uh, one. They're expensive. Okay. How um, important are they for beginners or like intermediate gym goals? For beginners, I mean, you just get your protein protein shakes um that's always a great start i try not to take too many supplements um i take my protein shakes but i also have creatine and bcas um so um that is a that's a little bit of a different thing but for beginners protein shakes when you start getting to intermediate stage you start looking at uh you start looking at a little bit more of the uh, supplement side um i always try and stay away from the pill forms of everything because that's hard on the uh, kidney and livers yeah can you give me a quick summary on what uh what what a protein shake is? Was it called BCAAs? BCAAs BCA, and creatine, yeah. So yeah. protein, I mean, there's there's that many different types of protein shakes out there, protein powders. It just depends on what your goals are. I mean, there's, you know, weight-gaining protein, there's fat-burning protein, and then mm. you've got good old-fashioned protein. So yeah. just find something that's uh, tasty and something that's easy on the gut because there is a lot out there. There's a lot of different proteins out there. Yep. BCAs and creatine are really good for, are really important for the body for muscle building. Creatine, we ha- our muscles have uh, creatine already, so we supply a um, certain amount of creatine. Our muscles use it as energy for lifting. So think of it as currency. The more money you have, the more you can spend. So the more creatine you have, Ooh. the more you can lift. And what it does is it saturates the, those muscles with that creatine stores when you uh, take it as a supplement so you can get you have more energy to do more lifts. I see. Um, and obviously, the more lifts you can do, the more you tear the muscles or damage the muscle tissue so they grow back stronger. And okay. BCAs, well, they're just uh, branch, branching chain amino acids. Um, so they, the body creates a lot of aminos. Mm. BCAs, uh, the body doesn't create them. They're, I, don't ask me what the three are because um, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> But the body doesn't create them uh, normally, so you have to take them as supplements or you get them from food, okay. mainly from your fish, uh, salmon and that stuff where yeah. they have a lot of that. Yeah. Um, that helps to boost uh, muscle growth uh, through 
and again, don't quote me on most of this because it's it's I don't know. I'm still doing a lot of research on on it, but mm. um, it helps to stimulate the protein synthesis where mm. the muscle muscles actually stuck utilizing that protein uh, to help with the muscle repair a lot quicker and keeps mm. that window open for a bit longer as well. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but there, I take them because uh, that's I have I have a very specific goal in mind of what do I want what I want to achieve, yeah. um, and they're going to help me get there. But um, there so can is, you can you just like reiterate that goal? I know you kind of hinted at it, but what's the what's the goal for you? What's that your you main have? fitness goal? Uh, so I'm currently at um, hovering around 86 to 87 kilos. Um, I'm <laughs> I did say I wanted to get to 88. Um, I'd love to see. I'd love to get to about 90 kilos. Um, mm. I think 90 is going to be a massive push because that's a lot of weight. 88 is a really is a really reasonable goal for me. It's something that I think I can sustain. But yeah, I want to get. I do definitely want to be a little bit bigger, just because that's it's a goal I've always had ever since I started going to the gym. I see. Um, <laughs> a lot of your positivity does come from your uh, exercise. Definitely. You work every, you work out every day. You love your body. You mm-hmm. treat it really well. And most of the time. <laughs> with, most of the time. And when you take such immaculate care of yourself. You naturally love yourself more. Yeah. Oh, and you naturally yeah. look better as well. Yeah, your, yeah. your skin looks better. Your yeah. everything everything feeds into each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. when you when you're hydrating properly and eating properly, like the skin reacts mm. to that, True. and you yeah. do look better. There's no denying. You can look mm. at people who don't eat right, don't drink enough water, and then you see them. You take a picture of that, and then in four weeks' time, they start eating right. They start drinking water, and take a snapshot of that. They're so very cool. very different. There's more yeah. color. There's yeah. there's more. Uh, glow more in life. the skin yeah there's more, more life, life in absolutely yeah. Um, yeah. absolutely so it, okay. it does a lot for the body great so what what tips would you give I guess give like three four tips on uh, how to get big like you mate <laughs> <laughs> so what, what yeah three tips that are kind of like Nick's mantra on how to succeed at life yeah. <laughs> oh Matt just uh, first up is set a goal of what you want to do when you want when you why you want to go to the gym you got to ask yourself agree with that. Yep. ask yourself why you're doing it are you doing it for someone else or are you doing it for you always mm-hmm. do it for you and start off small don't go in there gung-ho because you could either injure yourself or you can really lose yeah. motivation very quickly I, I want to add to that first part you said like you always have to have a goal yes and I, was, I remember I was watching an Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah, he was like, Oh, you have to have a goal. You have to have a goal. You have to have a goal. I can't even do the voice. Yeah. And it's like it doesn't matter what the goal is. Mm-hmm. If you want to work out to get girls, so be it. Mm-hmm. As long as you have a goal, you know you have to get somewhere. Mm. But if you're goalless, you don't go anywhere. Like you just sit down and do nothing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Right? That's why when Nick said like, oh, when I get to my goal, you know, I don't, I'll just work it out from there. From there I find exactly. that really, like, a really great way to approach things. Just, like, yeah. go to that first goal first. Just go gung-ho for that one. Yeah. And things will pan and out And once you get that. to that one, you'll, you'll you start, start to, to see. Yeah, you start you'll to naturally see, see the next goal. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Set a goal. Set a goal. Set a goal. Yeah. Um, start small. And start small. And just, and third and most importantly, is just make, drink, make sure you eat properly and drink. You, I can't stress this enough. Drink your water. Mm. I can't, and you don't have to drink. You don't have to get all your water just from drinking water. You've got lots of fruits and veggies that uh, have a lot of water in them. Tea and coffee—they all count as water intake. But you, you drink your teas um, and your fruit and veggies where they have a lot of water in them, 
yeah. and that counts as water intake. But make sure you drink minimum two to three liters a day, awesome. at least. Yep. Um, I can't stress the water thing enough because mm-hmm. um, there's a big, big, big thing. All right. Awesome. Cool. Ready? And, 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 and your third tip. That was the third. That was the third. Oh, so first tip was count. first. <laughs> first, can't say Schwarzenegger can't count. Uh, <laughs> first tip was be goal orientated with it. Why are you doing it? Two was start small. Start small. Yeah. Yep. Start with small goals, and then you can work on the bigger ones. And three is make sure you eat properly and drink okay. tons of water. I have. What would be your fourth goal? That's kind of non-fitness and nutrition related. Yeah. What about just? Nick's life. Nick's life. life really. um, one one thing that sums it up. One thing that sums it all up. Oh, man. You can make it a few. That's tough. Well, I can, I, yeah, I can't, trying to pick one, I don't think it was gonna, it's going to work. We could be here all night. Um, I think a couple of my big all, you know, personal goals is um, I think next year I like to – I definitely think I want to meet the meet that that one girl. Oh. Not the princess. Sick of the princesses, but I want to meet my <laughs> queen. Um, and have that get started on that um, sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, second, um, I know I've just started the super job, um, yeah. but I'm going to try a side hustle next year and uh, do some PT training. Nice. Uh, start awesome. study PT um, yeah. because everyone keeps telling me I should do it because of who what I'm like. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I love gym and fitness and you'd nutrition. A, can so. I just say you'd be a great PT? <laughs> Just imagine Nick waking up in the morning and but Nick being the one to motivate you. I already have that. You do. <laughs> <laughs> you do. Fuck you. <laughs> I can't get up. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, there's, there's, there's no such thing. No morning person for me. I'm literally an all-day person. Once I'm up, that's it. Take it or leave it. <laughs> but uh, it doesn't fizzle out. Don't forget me when you become CEO of like a PT company. <laughs> I'll give you a discount on membership. <laughs> Nick, I just want to say thank you for joining the podcast. It means a lot to me and us yeah. as a Shy Guys. I know I've only known you for a very short time, mm. but you've been, you've had a massive impact on my life, a very oh. positive impact. Oh, so. shucks, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me on, guys. Been an absolute blast. Cool. 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 All right. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next fortnight. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Ciao. 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 <laughs>